You're listening to the Dumb Being Crazy Podcast. Yo! I'm just kidding. Okay. okay. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Tamia. I'm back again this week. I was on a little vacation last week. Uh, so I think we'll talk a little bit about that and, you know, Noah and I will catch up and you can just kind of chill and be entertained by us. Most definitely. Well, I missed you, first off. You ditched me, so I had to do a solo episode. Then I had Elias on. In that episode, I had so much fun recording with him, catching up with him. But the audio kind of sucked ass, so I don't know what happened there. But yeah, dude, I've missed you. And before we get into this, I have a, a little song prepared for you about how much I've missed you. So I'm going to really, I'm going to play that right now. Yeah, so that's pretty much from the Super Mario movie. I just thought it fit, you know, because I was just so lonely. It's just me sitting here waiting for you to come back so we can record some more episodes. So I hope you enjoyed that little number. Yes, I enjoyed that. But, you know, because of copyright issues, we can't leave it in. Oh, we're too small for that anyways, you know. They don't care about us. There's only 30 seconds. They can deal. It was uh, brought to you by uh, Jack Black as Bowser in the new Super Mario movie. Thank you. Very cool, man. Very cool. Yeah, so like... So anyways, what's new? What have you been up to? Oh, man, lots of fun stuff. I I got my first commercial gig uh, as a photographer, which was really fun, but also incredibly nerve-wracking. First day, I looked like a complete fucking idiot. I tell you what, they were like, this kid, like, where did you find her? Off the streets or something? Like, does she even know how to take photos? I really, why is that? You just nervous? Well, um, so there's this, like, weird thing in commercial photography where they, they don't necessarily care so much about composition. They're usually trying to, like, make you know, Facebook and social media stuff. So you got to shoot it in like a really weird way. And that's kind of what they wanted. But at the same time, they had no idea what they wanted. So they kept saying, shoot it here. No, don't shoot it there. Shoot it over here. And then not to mention they, you know, it's it's nice to be able to have um, tethering, which basically means that once I take a photo, it goes to like a huge screen. But um, tethering wasn't working. So everyone was getting freaked out. And then, like, I had four or five people all talking to me at once. So, I mean, at one point, I just got so anxious. I literally lost my hearing. I couldn't hear anything. All I could hear was, like, my heart beating. And that was it. And then I just kept saying, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, okay, okay. I had no idea what they were saying. It was so bad. Oh, my God, that's awful. Yeah. 
And yeah, so I went home that night and I was like, I'm so embarrassed, like, you know, tail between my legs. And I was like, this is awful. I'm like the worst person ever. There's no way they're going to pay me now. And then the next day I got in and I was I was ready for vengeance, man. I freaking was I came in the next morning. I was like, hey, you, you, you get off my set. You, you, you put up more lights. You sit down and listen to what I tell you. And then they were like, oh, OK. Um, yeah. So the the last two days, super good. So after that, you pretty much knew what to expect and you just started bossing people around like you usually do. And it was all set. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So I assume you can't say like what the project was for, right? Well, actually, I never signed any documents. I never signed an NDA. I never signed any contract. I never signed nothing. So, um, ooh, so you can so you can dish all the the tea that you collected. I can't. Yeah. So I photographed for a company called Amplitude. And from what I gathered from what they were doing with this project, um, they were having their uh, their clients, so they're a business-to-business uh, type of situation. So they have just huge, huge business people using their software to analyze data. And so they wanted to make a, a promo video, basically, of all of the people that use their services. So we had, like, the CEO of huge companies like Dropbox, Fender Guitars, uh, like all these tech people at these really huge tech companies came in and discussed why they liked using Amplitude. And we just did, uh, there's a person doing video and then I was doing the portrait photography. Oh, wow. That's really, that's really huge. I'm surprised they didn't make you sign a NDA or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um... I don't, it was, honestly, it was one of those, like, really quick things, too, because I knew, so I know a person who got me the job. If I hadn't known her, I would have never gotten the job. So, thankfully, because of Adora, she pretty much said, hey, I know a portrait photographer, choose this one. So, they choose me, um, which is cool, and I shit you not, dude, I got paid, let's see, I worked three days for these people. And I got paid $2,500. Holy shit. Yeah. Let her go. I would say I probably worked no more than two hours a day. Damn, there you go. That's awesome. They got they got more work for you? Oh, man, I hope. I hope. That's all I can say. I don't have any other words to describe that, you know? That's just, like, so amazing for you. It is. It's crazy. And I'm like... Is this what advertising photography is? Um, and my friend who who let me onto the project, she basically was like, "Hey, uh, this is actually like chump change compared to what we pay photographers." Uh, she's like, "Obviously, we're gonna pay you a little less because it's like your first gig and everything." Um, so she's like, "But usually we, like, there's one guy who charges five thousand dollars a day, and another guy who charges fifteen thousand flat rate." I was like, "What?" Damn, you gotta get to that level. Then you can really start bossing people around. Yeah. So it was really cool to to have that opportunity. Um, who knows if anything else will come my way, but since I know a person in the biz now, there's a potential. I'd say there's a uh, very high possibility that you might get more work through these people. 
One can hope. And because that's why I was doing the podcasts by myself because you were too busy with the photography side and you went on a little vacation, little getaway with your girly friend. So uh, let's talk about that. I took a trip to to um, Las Vegas with my with my now girlfriend and it was kind of like more of a it was more of a like work and kind of fun situation. The whole point was to go to a convention show called the Nap Show, which basically has all kinds of like software, video equipment, photography equipment, and kind of just see like, you know, new gear and see if I could network with anyone. Um, so we went to we went to the convention for pro- probably like maybe a few hours and we we're like, okay, this is this is a bus. Let's go. Let's go swimming. Let's go do this. And we actually ended up uh, taking the. It was like a four day trip. It was supposed to go like four days to the convention, but I only went one day. And then we just pretty much we did uh, some gambling at the slots, won a shit ton of money, then uh, went kayaking on like the the border of Arizona and Nevada, and. Um, ate at a a buffet yeah i mean it was actually a lot of fun that's awesome yeah i was gonna say or i was gonna ask you so you didn't see any like uh cool tech that's coming out or why'd you only go to one day of the convention yeah so part of the part of the reason i didn't go to the whole thing was because it actually like busted up my knee and walking was like excruciating and i didn't have my cane which i which i now have uh, and my my knee is getting better, which is nice. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it wasn't necessarily dedicated towards photography, um, so it was very basic stuff. Like they were talking about DaVinci Resolve and these new features that they were gonna put into it. Um, you know, some Photoshop stuff, very basic things. A lot of the cameras that were at the NAB show are usually specifically designed for like TV, uh, film kind of stuff. So they're very intricate, expensive cameras that are like upward of $50,000 a camera. Is this, I mean, now you, that you're doing this advertising, you're going to have that type of money so you can drop on these expensive cameras. Yeah, I, I, I doubt it though, man. I'm like, if I ever start making that kind of money, I'm straight up, I'm saving it and I'm investing that shit and I'm like, I'm going to get to a point where I make a couple mil and never work a fucking game. Never, never. That's the dream, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't, yeah, I've been out of practice with this. I haven't talked to you in like over, I don't know, like three weeks. I don't know what to say. We're like str- complete strangers now. Never. So like, tell me, what what did you and um, Elias talk about? Like, how'd that go? Um, I went pretty well. We, the, like I was saying in the beginning... The audio kind of sucked on my end, which was weird. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, we we uh, talked about uh, I don't know, just sports like the Red Sox, the new the new uh, rule changes in baseball. Then we talked about um, who would win in a fight, who would uh, what animals we could beat up, you know. Um, like and then I had this game called do you know me? And I was just asking him uh, random questions um, through that game. And I was asking him why so many people hit the Walmart pole in Lewiston, Maine. 
and uh yeah we just chit chatted we talked for like an hour and a half and i cut it down to 43 minutes so i think i did pretty well but yeah we just caught up it was just nice to talk with him i haven't seen him in like i think the be- since the beginning of covid actually so it's been like two or three years yeah so um sounds like you guys talked about typical guy shit like what animals you could beat up and win that's hilarious yeah elias said he could punt a a bunny rabbit like for 30 yards you guys so that, that was kind of fucked up but <laughs> all i can think about is like one of you saying like yeah i could totally take on a grizzly bear you know just uppercutting it and like punching it and i just like see that in my head it's very vivid well we said something similar i said i could take on a uh, a moose <laughs> i said i could uh like train it with apples and stuff and make it my pet so I'd, I'd conquer it that way. And you said, there's no way I could do it. I said, dude, all I got to do is feed it apples and stuff. And then we'll be my little little pet. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. And we also talked about, uh, I don't know why I'm peeking so much. But we also talked about his uh, podcast that he does with his friends. Uh, the Can of Corn podcast. They talk about uh, baseball stuff and just banter. Which is... Uh, Seems like a really cool podcast idea, you know, just talking about sports and just hanging with your friends and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do I do enjoy sports. I know like out here in California they got some really weird laws against betting, like online betting and stuff like that against sports here. Maybe it's the same in Maine, I don't know. Um, I think Maine is passing a law where you can actually sports bet, but you have to go to specific uh areas to do it. Okay. Like you yeah. can't do it online. Okay. Yeah. I think here it's the opposite. I don't think they want people doing it in person. I think they only want them doing it online for very specific things for whatever reason. I mean, you can bet on literally any sport you can think of. I just found out that you can bet on disc golf or uh, table tennis or like rugby or like cricket or anything that you can think of. Have you have you ever bet on anything in one? Um, I don't really sports bet, but I have done like fantasy football, which is kind of like betting. You know, you put in like twenty bucks in a pool, then if you come into first, second, or third, you get that your money back or whatever. But I've done sports betting once, where it's like you have to bet on how many uh, touchdowns like the quarterback is gonna throw, how many rushing yards a wide receiver or a running back is going to get or like stuff like that. Dang, that sounds uh that sounds like a lot like you'd really have to know their stats. Yeah, luckily I was with my uh, friend Matt and he's like really good at that type of stuff. He knows like everything about like football. Nice, man. It made me think of back in college when I would go to your dorm room and I'd play 2K with you and you you would beat the shit out of me like I would never ever win and then we'd hand the paddle to Emmanuel and then next thing I know you hear ye- Noah yelling what the fuck that's bullshit he's like freaking out at Emmanuel because he's winning on everything I know I could never beat that kid at 2k but I did once I got so mad I threw my uh my controller against the wall and broke it <laughs> that kid that kid pissed me off so much and like 
video games and stuff. He was just so good at it. I couldn't I couldn't win. Yeah, I feel that. I'm um I'm gonna get my uh PS4 and ship it down here so I can play again because I don't I don't have any video games down here. I just I recently got I just got a TV and I've been down here and living in here for like two years and I've had no TV. That's wild. We just using your laptop and stuff. Yeah, and like I barely watch movies or anything. I'm just always doing something. Like I'm always working or because you know I run two of my own businesses, so I have to like make sure scheduling and finances and all that stuff is put together. Right, you don't really have like downtime for that type of stuff anymore. No, no, especially now I've been trying to like hit the gym frequently. Like I want to try to do like four or five days a week, and it's like. You know, if you don't sleep very well, uh, then you like it's like nearly impossible to to get up and go to the gym and have a good gym session. So I'm like, right. man, this all this uh, self care stuff is actually kind of fucking hard. You know, caring for yourself kind of sucks sometimes. I uh, I've thought about going to the gym once in a while. Then I just don't. You know, it's just a thought. But dude, you could just get some weights because you have like. You have a garage and all that stuff. I got this little teeny apartment. You could totally just get get your own, make your own weights in your garage and be totally fine. Yeah, I have a a cowbell and then I have some like dumbbells. But back to the video game thing, I was going to say the highlight of COVID was playing Fortnite with you. Like I look forward to that every night. That was so much fun. Yeah, and we're even, like, we're on, like, we got our headsets on, and we're like, yelling, get him, kill him, Barrel, come <laughs> over here, jump, jump. Yeah, we got our headset headset on, and I'm, like, drinking my uh, cranberry and vodka. It just drunk, playing Fortnite with you. After Jeopardy, of course, I could not miss Jeopardy. <laughs> but, yeah, that, oh, my God, that was such a highlight of COVID. Yeah, and now it's, like, it's like life has gone on, and it's like every every year we get a little bit more responsible. We get a little bit more busier and busier. It's like, holy shit, man, can't keep up. They got Definitely. it of kids. I know, for real. I can't even think about like that. It hurts my head, and I don't know how people do it. No, especially nowadays. No, everything's so expensive. Yeah. So, like, what about what about your house house stuff? I remember you were talking about trying to be like a landlord or something. Um, yeah, well, that's taking a, uh, a back burner for right now because I got to save up some money. And I actually just started a uh, job Thursday. I think I was telling you a little bit about it. And so, like, Monday through Wednesday, I'm helping uh, that my dad's friend fix up his apartment and hopefully get it ready and done at the end of the May. So then... I can work for the company I started with uh, full-time during the summer. And currently I'm doing that Thursdays and Fridays, and that is uh, carpentry work, So, which has been pretty uh, interesting so far. Dude, that's cool. It's totally, that's totally you and up your alley because you're really good with, like, all trades, you know? You're pretty good with all that. No, I, I enjoy it so far. It's uh, pretty relaxing. We're building uh, uh, decks and porches this summer. He said he has like a, uh, a lot of that type of work for the summer. 
Yeah, man, that's going to be fun. And you know my white ass is going to be burnt, so that's going to (laughs) suck. Yeah, you're going to be hot because you're going to have to layer like eight layers of sunscreen and like, you know, long sleeve shirts and pants and stuff. I don't even wear sunscreen even though I should, but I just, yeah, I just get burnt and I just go with it. You're going to have fucking some cancer. Uh-huh. It is what it is. I'm Italian, you know. My skin is uh, olive. It's called the the lobster's tan, you know. <laughs> All red. But yeah, the first day he had me uh, shoveling like three yards of crushed rocks under a porch to make it look nice. Oh, wow. That sucked. But it is what it is. You know, I'm just an apprentice. So uh, hopefully I'll... After I become like an actual carpenter through his company, I'll get bumped up to a little bit more money. So then after I save up a decent amount, then I'm going to start trying to find like a duplex or something and live in half of it and fix up the other side, then rent out that and start that route, which I kind of get frustrated with because it's kind of like I just want to do it, but I don't have the funds to do it. So it's kind of I got to pace myself. Right, and it's not as, like, it's not so, like, to the bone like that. There's a lot of, a lot of little details that go into it, especially if you're going to be a landlord. You then have to see lawyers, you have to get contracts made up, you have to do, like, you have to know the housing laws for your tenants and all that stuff. And, I mean, that alone is, like, another like full-time job. job. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just doing it baby steps, you know, and one day at a time. I mean, it's super expensive, but it has become fairly expensive within the last few years after COVID. Uh, all the fucking people from New York and Boston and all the big cities pretty much came to Maine and bought up all the real estate and drove all the fucking prices up. So thanks a lot, you yuppie assholes. Yuppie uh, assholes. You're one of them now. What do you mean? I am not one of them. I am a broke-ass black bitch. What do you mean? You out in Cali. We're in San Fran. My bad. Yeah, I'm in California, but um, I'm still a broke-ass bitch, bro. I don't be making I don't be making that much money. You make more money than me. Trust me. I doubt it. I've been living on... I've been penny-pinching for... Since, uh... After our... Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. After our October trip from back from London, I've been living on pennies. Me too. Don't even get me started, bro. I'm like a, I'm a crazy person. It's kind of fun, not gonna lie. It's kind of like uh, exhilarating, you know? Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay for this, or I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but (laughs) I make it work, you know? And I just cry myself to sleep. (laughs) And this motherfucker's at the bar every goddamn weekend, so don't let him fool you. Yo, listen. Listen, listen. I don't drink anymore. I just go out and play pool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm on that, uh, Celisabee. What is it? Celery? Um, Celisabee. How do you it? Help me out. Don't laugh at me. Help me out. <laughs> it's, no, no, you're, you're, uh, you're doing your sobriety thing. You're thinking of celibacy which is oh, I'm both. off of sex yeah I'm doing both two oh, okay, birds okay. one stone <laughs> celery 
<laughs> celery. <laughs> it's something like that. Shit, dude. No, I get that. Hey, man. That's one thing about me dating my girlfriend now. She doesn't drink. So I I very rarely drink. Even when we went to Vegas, I didn't have any drinks at all. Nothing. Really? Yeah. And I can't believe that because I know your uh, go-to, the middle-aged white woman, good old uh, gin and, what is it, gin and, I'm drawing blank, can't talk to her. You got it's me all flushy. It's vodka gin. and tonic. Oh, I've been getting gin and tonic because I thought that's what you got. <laughs> oh, that's so embarrassing because, like, every time I would go out into the bars, I would get a gin and tonic. Because I would have it, and I'd be like, this is what Tamiya gets. I miss her. I've been getting the wrong drink. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up. No. No. You have not been doing that. Yes. I, that's, I've been, my, that's like my go-to now. It's just gin or uh, Corona. God, that's hilarious. That's something I would do. I'm so upset now. Well, <laughs> I can't switch it now. I just got to roll with it. Yes, you do basically the same thing it's, yeah like a clear liquid you know yeah one of them drinks yeah and um actually i so i recently got like a little a little um like hammered i think it was saturday night i went to hang out with my friend reggie and we went to we went to this thing called wind up watch fair and it had like all of these homemade, well, not homemade, but, like, small companies that make watches from, you know, like, anywhere from 250 a watch up to, like, 50000 Um And, yeah, did so we went. Did you get I actually did buy a watch, yeah. I, I, I couldn't help it. it. Dude. I saw it on it, your, uh, your Insta. It looked pretty cool. The watch itself that I got is so sweet. It's like a... It's paying homage to, you know, like, 1960s vintage stuff. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, it reminds me of an old TV. Oh, wow. Yeah, that look really looks nice. The leather strap on it. Yeah, and um, I actually just changed it because it, it did come with another silver strap. But the thing about some of these watches is that it, um, the, the metal, like, the metal straps just, like, rip your skin and rip out yeah. your hair. And... It pinches your hair. I know exactly yeah. that feeling. So did the the leather strap come with it, or did you put that on that you just had one laying around? Yeah, I actually, I bought this, these extra straps at the watch fair. So mm -hmm. I bought three, it looks like leather, but it's actually rubber. I bought three leather, rubber, I bought three uh, rubber straps. I got a orange one. That orange one's nice. And then I got another black one, but it's just a different design. Is it uh, pretty easy to change out? Yeah, it's pretty easy. I just thought of something. I'm getting a new boat. I I haven't told you this. I just remembered. I'm getting a new boat. What? what? Okay, wait, wait. Is this boat bigger than the one you already have? I'm unfortunately unfortunately losing two feet. But Okay. I, the one I have right now is a 14-foot V-hole uh, aluminum one, and the one I'm getting is a 12-foot John Boat flat bottom. 
I've always wanted a flat bottom boat. It's so much easier to get into them tiny spots while like fishing, and and, and we're not gonna be hitting a bunch of rocks, you know. Like when we were when we went out fishing and we got stuck on them rocks and we had to uh, use our body weight and scoot off them. But yeah, so I'm trading this guy down in New Gloucester, uh, Maine. I'm gonna trade him my old boat for his boat. Dude, I can't wait. You're gonna like. When I come up in August, you got you're gonna take me for a ride in that thing, right? Of course. And I got the you haven't been out when I had the new motor on it. It's like a ten No, no, I have. The big one? Oh yes, I remember when you upgraded because well that's when we got stuck on the rocks. You were using that little teeny one for like coffee. I was like, dude, this is for coffee to stir coffee, <laughs> not to ride boats, you know? Yeah, no, but then I got a, like a bigger one, like a legit one. And yeah. that's like a 10 horsepower Evinrude one. And yeah, so this guy doesn't know the boat I'm trading him has like a bunch of holes in it and it leaks. No, are you going to be that guy? Nah, I, I patched him. I'm not okay. that guy. That's <laughs> 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 just funny to think that it had holes in it. But no, nah, I patched him up. It's a fair trade. Yeah, we're doing uh, boat for boat. So he keeps his motor. I keep mine. And same with the trailers. Nice, man. I'm excited to see that. I'm sure, you know, since it's heading to uh, about to be summer soon, um, that you'll have a lot of fun. Plus, you're making all those YouTube videos. Definitely. Oh, uh, yeah. We filmed, I think, two and a half since you've been, since we've talked. And one of them was conjoined fishing, which is kind of fun. Conjoined drunk fishing. So, me and Grant duct taped our hands together, and then the opposite hands we were using to fish with, and the hands tied together we were using to drink, and yeah, it turned out pretty fun. Then the next video that we have is a blindfolded pool, so it's kind of self-explanatory. Then we uh, did it. Then we we uh, both like furniture flipping, so he got this free piece of furniture. And we we flipped that and made a video out of it. So we've done a decent amount of videos. Very cool. How did you film the like the one where you both were conjoined? How did that work? Um, we would set up the camera on a tripod, and then we'd go out and fish a little bit. Then we would move it around, but both of us would obviously have to go back and pick up the camera and move it. So like we're arguing like which way to go and. And we're getting all caught on trees and stuff like that. That's hilarious. And we had like a little funny sketch at towards the end. So that was my favorite part. Dude, well, that sounds good. You got all these projects going and new jobs. So it sounds like you're, you're staying busy. Definitely. And my job is seven to three, which is perfect. You know, eight hours. Nice. Um, it, it's a, kind of a change because I'd, I'd be going to bed around like 2 and waking up at 10 for, sorry, for the apartment job. Now I'm going to bed at 11, waking up at 7. So it's kind of, kind of, kind of a change, you know. I'm not really a morning person. I'm more of a night owl. I feel that. And I don't even have to drive that far to the job sites like because the guy my boss lives in uh 
the next town over from me. So I just drive to his house and I hop in the van and he drives us to the job site. Nice, man. I only drive like 15 minutes, then he drives to the job sites. I like that. That's that's easy because then you're like, you know, you could kind of like take a little nap while you're on the on the ride. Definitely. Yeah. We the first job site I was on was in Augusta. Then the most recent one Friday was in uh, Sabatis. Nice. Yeah. I like Sabatis. Sabatis is cool. Those the um some of the like the hicks out in Sabatis are crazy though. Those guys are crazy. Yeah, it's like right next to Lewiston. So like the Lewiston crazy bleeds into the Sabatis crazy. Yeah. And uh, have you ever been to Mixers? Have you? No. We have to go. It's like this old uh, middle-aged person club out in Sabatis. It's like right on the main strip. It's like a little uh, dance club. Yeah, I've 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 drove past it quite a few times, but and I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but I've never gone to it. I've heard it's uh pretty crazy and gets pretty uh wild up or riled up. Interesting. Yeah, but the it opens at at nine and closes at like one. I feel like I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna be like getting all the weird looks from all the fucking townies and shit. There'll probably be people that you know from Lewiston, I imagine. Maybe. And uh, another thing I was thinking when you come up for, sorry, for podcast episodes is we could film a podcast episode on the boat, which would be kind of fun, kind of different. Then we can film a podcast episode around the fire, having like roasting s'mores and stuff. Then uh, I'd, I think it would be kind of cool if we found a little like we got like a little picnic table and we set up somewhere like in public and then we like have people passing by come on and talk with us i think that would be cool um obviously we'll talk more in detail later on but that sounds like um like we're gonna have to get very creative with our audio setup for those situations most definitely and we're gonna need like extension cords and like stealing power from like businesses and stuff like that we have some uh, done being crazy episodes ideas coming out, so just be prepared for that. And uh, strap, strap. What's it? What's that expression saying? Uh, like strap on, strap in. Yeah, strap in. Not a strap on. Strap. <laughs> Sorry, strap in for the done being crazy episodes. You know, and yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. That's right. I like that man. Yeah, I was thinking with Elias, you know, um, I was just spitballing on being like, yo, I think it would be kind of cool if we had like a sports uh, little segment and I could be like, and now Elias with the sports, and then he does his thing, then he throws it back to us, then we just keep going. thought that would be kind of cool. I like that. Well, guys, that was another episode of the Dumb Me and Crazy podcast. And finally, Tamia is back, you know, and Elias actually did the outro for sorry for us last episode, so that was pretty funny. All right, and uh, with that, Tamia, I know it's been a while. You might be a little rusty. Are you done being crazy? I'm done being motherfucking crazy because I got so much shit to say. Oh, wait, no, no. 
I'm not done being crazy. That was a lie. I <laughs> said all kinds of weird shit. And now you know, I'm not done being crazy. All right, guys. And with that, roll the outro music. <laughs>